0: Welcome to the Avenging Hour. I'm Jason. I'm John. (laughs) Great. Hey, previously on the Avenging Hour, the West Coast team is finally a real thing. They have a house and some members and even a couple friends already. Plus, they've faced off against the mind-blowing villainy of the blank. I'm sure it's all downhill from here. And now, episode 114. We're just going to jump
1: right into this because I want it over. (laughs) So we're going to start with West Coast Avengers number three from November of 1984. It is by Roger Stern and Bob Hull, and it's called Taking Care of Business. It snowed in Southern California. This is a plot line that we'll be discussing on next week's episode when we get back to the main Avengers title, so I won't go into detail, except to say that the weather of the world has gone very cold, but things are getting better. Of course, Southern California doesn't have much in the way of snow cleanup equipment, so Iron Man and Wonder Man are helping with plowing snow and saving people who were caught in the unusual weather. But there's also plenty for the wussy event, I mean, the less super-powered members of the team to do, as Hawkeye, Mockingbird, and Tigra handle some crooks who are capitalized on the cold to go on a crime spree. They easily mop up the baddies, and by the end of the day, the returning warm weather has melted all the snow. Hawkeye declares both a victory and a barbecue for that evening. As everyone leaves to get ready, Tiger takes some alone time with Iron Man. She, and everyone else, has noticed that Wonder Man seems out of sorts, and Tiger was hoping that Iron Man would talk to him, since Tony Stark knows him pretty well. Uh-oh. The cat's out of the bag. But dum dum Cat it's Tiger. I get it. Okay. James Rhodes, the current Iron Man, attempts to make it clear he isn't Tony Stark by taking off his metal glove to show her his black hand, but the colorist made his hand the same red color as his suit. Nice job, Juliana Ferreter. Where's Christy Shiel when you need her? Of course, Stark didn't have bright red hands any more than black ones, so Tigra now knows that Stark is not in the armor. Rhodes suggests that Tigra talk to Wonder Man herself. Scene shift. A house in the Santa Monica Mountains, where Graviton, who showed up at the end of the last issue, is flashbacking to how he came to be here. He's hiding out with the Blank, who's following Graviton's orders, because Graviton could easily crush him, and the Blank is a coward. Anyway, Graviton has a plan, but before we get to that... It's more soap opera. Tiger has tracked down Wonder Man for a heart-to-heart. She wants to know what's wrong, and if we've learned anything from these comics, we know that sort of question is always answered with flashbacks. Wonder Man quickly goes over his origin, saying that he doesn't feel he's cut out for the Avengers. That just gives Tiger an excuse for airing her own insecurities, and for showing us that she can turn from cat form to human form using the amulet she carries in her cleavage. Realizing what a loser Tiger is helps Simon feel a little better about himself, but Tiger knows he won't get completely over this until he catches the blank whose escape Simon feels was his fault. So Tiger takes Simon out blank hunting. The avenging duo head to Cat's Jazz Club, where the Shroud hangs out, hoping the dark vigilante can help them locate the blank. They find the club wrecked, and the Shroud just returning from an out-of-town trip. While he was gone, some mobsters roughed up the club, and the Shroud is determined to deal with them. Tiger and Wonder Man insist on helping, but Shroud makes Simon go in disguise, so criminals don't think the Shroud's associating with the Avengers.
0: The greatest disguise ever.
1: He puts Simon in a ludicrous blonde wig and street (laughs) clothes, and they go to confront the people who attacked his club. The trio track down the bad guys to find that they're working for the blank, who's consolidating all the west coast mobs under his leadership soon a fight breaks out and it's pretty obvious that graviton is helping out from an unseen vantage point during the fracas wonder man's wig falls off revealing his identity and tiger gets in on the act that causes graviton to reveal himself and the fight gets serious in the end graviton throws all the heroes as well as the whiny blank out of the club and miles away into the ocean well all of the heroes except one graviton is keeping wonder man prisoner to be concluded our roll call is Iron Man, Wonder Man, Mockingbird, Hawkeye, and Tigra. Our villain is Graviton, and we see the Shroud. In the beginning of this issue...
0: In the beginning. You you talk about there's there's snow everywhere. Around. This has something to do with Thor and the demons that he brings to Earth and blah, blah, blah. We'll find out next week. Yeah. We see, you know, people enjoying the, the snow, I guess. Oh, look at that. She's skiing in a bikini. Tigra's helping with the cleanup, and Tigra is wearing leg warmers and her tiger uniform, which is a bikini. Why does she have leg warmers on? Because it's cold. If she's cold, why doesn't
1: she put on clothes? Because she's Tigra. <laughs> ridiculous. It is ridiculous. And and really, well, there's a lot of ridiculous in this issue. Uh, first of all, I, I want to go right back to... I want to go back to the fact that no one here has figured out that Iron Man is not Tony Stark. Have they? Do they listen to Iron Man when he speaks? Because his speech patterns aren't anything like what Tony Stark speaks.
0: I guess. I mean, I, I would say that they probably can't tell his voice differently, because I'm
1: assuming that the Iron Man armor has some sort of modulation to it. I'm not talking but about the talking way... you're talking
0: about his, his actual
1: syntax. Yeah, I mean, he says things that Tony Stark would never say, and I just can't figure out that not one person has been like, that seems odd. Maybe they just think he's drunk. Well, I was just <laughs> going to say, or or they'd be thinking, Tony's falling off the wagon again. We must do something. Well, do
0: any of them know that he's actually on the wagon? It, I, w- I would think no one else uh, would realize it. If, if they don't, don't know... know that he's not Iron Man, then they would just assume that he's fine. I guess Wasp and Captain America never told anybody, oh, by the way, Stark's a drunk now? Yeah, that's the thing, too, that we didn't talk about last week. Vision picks this team. Someone somewhere along the line must had to or should have told Vision that Iron Man
1: isn't Tony Stark If I don't even know I don't even know who knew that he was Tony Stark I guess that's the thing is the Wasp and Captain America both knew his secret identity but most people don't so they can't log into the Thor knew his secret identity Thor but Thor and Thor knew he was, that Tony Stark had fallen off the wagon yeah. but they can't really go around telling people hey Tony Stark is drunk and they can't go around telling people hey Tony Stark's not Iron Man anymore yeah it's a strange conundrum but Tiger knew it when did Wonder Man find it out did he know it
0: no because she's like you and
1: Wonder you and Wonder man are close and i'm like they are when did iron man and wonder man become and buddies tigra found out from the molecule man issues yes it was tigra and captain america and wasp and thor wasp wasn't there she found out when she was dating iron man oh right right, right. or dating tony stark else was there it was just was silver it? surfer thor oh silver surfer right and right. cap and tigra right so yeah I, I and then when he tells tigra that he's not tony stark I love he
0: takes off his glove or his gauntlet to reveal his black skin, but his black skin just looks red. Yeah. It looks like he didn't even take the gauntlet off. It's colored so poorly. And then I'm thinking, why didn't he, isn't the Iron Man armor set up that you can just, like, click a button and pop his faceplate up? Like, wouldn't it have been better to show his face than a hand?
1: I guess he doesn't want anyone to know his identity. Well, what also gets me is he seems, like, surprised that she doesn't know he's Tony Stark, even though this is something that he's been thinking about for a long time. And how would Rhodey know who knew who Iron Man was? You know what I mean? Did Rhodey know
0: that Captain America and Wasp and Thor and Tigra all knew that... I can't imagine. I don't know why Tony Stark would tell him. Plus, he was probably drunk when half of them found out who he was. (laughs) He wouldn't even
1: remember. The whole thing's a mess. I'm just saying. They should have been been easily cleared up in the first issue. And it's not been. Also, when we're talking about how Graviton got free... Oh my god, this is the worst Marvel science... Oh, go for
0: it. No, I don't really, I just said I really hate these explanations that involve energy sources and heading towards lights and, like, well, gathering your strength. Like, Graviton doesn't have these kind of powers. If he's trapped in another dimension, he's not gonna know how to get out of it.
1: Well, and we're led to believe in this issue that part of what enabled Graviton to escape from where he was at, well, the last issue we thought was just the blanks machine that was helping him escape, but apparently the Beyonder, when he used his powers to pull all the heroes for Secret Wars, that power is what helped Graviton yeah, it's escape. Yeah, like a wave of it woke him up or something. Which is completely pointless we do not need to try to tr- tie Graviton's escape into the friggin secret wars no, and was, the Beyond. it was bad enough as it is we
0: don't have to make it worse I liked when we see the blank at um, at Graviton's house slash uh, nightclub and he has why is he using his power why, why does he have his force field generator on and <laughs> he's smoking a cigarette with his force field generator on How can he do that is he able to smoke while he's holding it wouldn't it just bounce off his face I just don't understand why
1: he has his thing on I thought he only used that when he was committing crimes uh, yeah it's really weird. And Graviton refers to Los Angeles as this most hedonistic of world cities. Is Emily really the most hedonistic city in the world? Like, you wouldn't go for New Orleans or Las Vegas or... Are those weird clubs in Berlin? Yeah. I mean seriously It seems like there's a lot more Hedonistic cities than Los Angeles I thought that was so weird They, tra- they have to try and make Graviton
0: sound like Smart Well it's not working <laughs> Like smart I don't really get Graviton's motivation To be king of the West coast underworld Does he have Count Nefaria envy?
1: <laughs> they look alike They're the same person <laughs> Is he
0: gonna start wearing A monocle and jamming out On an organ? Like what? Graviton has this power Like this great power And he's trapped In this other dimension He comes back And all he wants to do Is take over the mob scene On the west coast It's almost like when he You know took over a Bloomingdale to find a bride. Like, he
1: seems very unfocused. <laughs> Grammaton is a difficult villain because he's way overpowered, but he's a moron. And I guess it's supposed to balance out. He's a scientist. Come on. But yeah, which is the weird thing is because he is a scientist. Should but should be they, smoking a pipe. They've always, and have patches on his elbows. Yeah, and I know. They've always... always well, got dots on his gloves.
0: <laughs> That's close enough.
1: They've always portrayed him as a man who really isn't that bright and who has very simple goals and desires. And in fact, this would become an issue, although this would become a plot, point later on when he appears in the Thunderbolts where to defeat him to, when he's fighting the Thunderbolts Moonstone our old friend Moonstone basically is like puts him down and is like you're an idiot you've got all this power but you've no idea how to use it you have you think small you are small the power doesn't you know and she gives him hell and he goes off and then he comes back later on and it's like oh no no I have figured out how to use it and now I'm going to be a, an actual real villain spoiler alert he still isn't <laughs> I, I'm not a big fan of Graviton but we'll talk about that as we go on
0: I don't think he has enough depth he, his power set is crazy and I don't I've never understood. What with all of his power, why he doesn't like when someone attacks him, why he doesn't just hurtle them off into space. And he yeah. actually says that he could do it earlier. I think when he challenges the blank on something, he's holding the blank out up over the cliff and he's like, oh, I could just throw
1: you into space. Graviton is crazy powerful. He could he could be the biggest threat the Avengers have ever faced. I, I believe he could be tougher than Galactus. Like a flick of his wrist, he could just send the whole team off. Yeah. Into the sun. I it, don't understand. It would be so easy for him to kill these people. For him to kill anybody he wants to. This is a bad villain. He's a horrible villain. So when Simon's giving his flashbacks in his...
0: When when he's walking on the beach in black pants on a black sweater.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He talks about how he... um, He talks about after he got done trying to get an acting career, he worked as hired muscle for a couple of scientific research groups. (laughs) Why do scientific research groups need muscle? Yeah, and then he's like, but that didn't work out either. And Tigra thinks to herself, and from the tone of your voice, you don't want to talk about that time period at all. Wait, what? So... Why do somebody bring it up? Why do scientific research groups need muscle? What did he do for them? Why are they making a deal about this? I don't think it's ever explored. Is this, I'm wondering if this is a plot point that Roger Stern wanted to develop at some point in time. When he had the spinoff Wonder Man ongoing series? <laughs> or later on in West Coast Adventures, and he just never got the chance. Wait, there was a Wonder Man ongoing series, wasn't there? Yes, there was, but that's way down the road. <laughs> and we will not be reading it except when it crosses over into Operation Galactic Storm. Are we going to read the one shot that came out? That one actually wasn't that bad. No, because it's not an Avengers title. It's a Wonder Man title. We don't read Iron Man or Captain I America. I didn't know if the Avengers were in it at all. But his title does eventually cross over with the Avengers for a few issues in the 90s. So we'll have to read those. Great. Yeah, that Operation Galactic Storm is going to be painful. No, it's and bad. Anywho, I don't, I'm don't. i curious what this was, what this was about. It To me, it feels like Roger Stern laying down plot for future stuff. When we see Wonder Man in his awesome disguise. I do like his disguise. But before we get to that, I just oh. want to say one thing. I want to clarify something I said in my write-up. When Tiger turns into a human, we find that she doesn't actually turn into a human no it's like it, an image projector it's that just makes like, her look human exactly i just wanted to be clear because i said she turned into a human but, but that this... that was going to be my next point
0: though we oh. see we see simon williams oh in... i'm sorry no 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 you lead into it we see simon williams in his disguise and then tigra is like trailing him or hanging out with him sort of and she's wearing a trench coat and a hat and i thought you have this amulet why didn't you just disguise yourself as a person why did you have to put the trench coat nobody knows who you are yeah you could have just dressed as a normal person and looked like a person. Why are you wearing a dumb trench coat over your cat body? I think they did that so that the reader wouldn't be confused of who it was. Because if we just oh, saw well, this that... regular brunette woman, I'd be like, I don't know who that is. That's a good point. Kind of sad. <laughs> I wrote down again. Shroud totally should have been a team member. <laughs> I think they show up at Shroud's club and they ask that woman, like, "Where's the Shroud?" And she's like, "Never heard of him." And then Shroud comes out like two panels later. Is like, "Hey," <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, she's covering for her boss. That's
1: cute." Shroud has a four limited series eventually as well. Do you want to read that? I
0: have that. My last note was that I was surprised that graviton has groupies where did he have time to get groupies when he shows that he has wonder man as a prisoner he's got all these chicks like hanging off of him
1: i think it's an interesting thing about graviton that that seems to always be one of his main concerns is he must have women whatever else he will have he must have women
0: it's true he wanted that Judy woman, and then he tried to get a bride from Bloomingdale's. And
1: and then now he's got these women hanging off of him. He's going to be back in West Coast Avengers, yeah. spoiler alert, in about a year or so. Yeah. And he's got women around him then. And when he fights the Thunderbolts coming up, he has women around him then. He always has women around him. You know what I used to always think? When I first read uh, the West Coast Avengers ongoing, and they fight gravit they fight graviton like
0: first couple issues, don't they? Mm-hmm. Uh, issue or, like twelve, thirteen. Okay, that for, that's right. They go with Maelstrom. Or, no, they fight um, don't Master, Master Pandemonium. I won't tell you that. <laughs> when I used to see Master Pandemonium, I, I always thought it was a uh, uh, graviton wearing a disguise. <laughs> Until his arms and legs turned into demons, and I went, "Nope." Did I just give a spoiler for Master Pandemonium <laughs> a little bit? But that's okay. Greatest villain. Yeah, I don't have any other
1: notes. I don't either. Uh, MVP. Uh, Wonder Man because of his disguise. I give it. To, <laughs> I give it to Iron Man. Uh, I think everyone sucks, but at least his talk with Tiger was mildly interesting. Okay. Useless character. Mockingbird. Did she do anything? No, she really didn't. I mean, I gave it to Wonder Man because he goes off without backup as usual, and no, Tiger does not count as backup. But, um... <laughs> at least he was doing something. But you're right, Mockingbird is a much better choice. Do you yeah. have a best quote taken out of context? Yeah, I can get behind that. Avengers level threat? Yes. Oh, yeah, for sure. Graviton no. is... it's Especially actually, against this team. <laughs> this is the first time I think we've said yes to this question for either title in a long time. Yeah, really. Final grade. Since the last time Graviton Shut up. <laughs> uh, I gave it, a, I kept it with a B plus.
0: I said they're creating, actually creating some good team dynamics and these the conversations between the characters
1: are some nice interactions. I gave it a C again. This is just not working. And one of the things we see here, and it's been pretty true throughout the run, this is a team that's never actually working as a team. No, These people, we're into third issue now. And again, if you're setting up a team... The only time they work together as a team is in the training exercise when they're going against one of yeah. the team members. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to work as a team, if you're going to have a team, you need to establish them They're not being established here. So much of this is disjointed and it's very very separate. Well, I I don't know. I take some argument with that. I think that they're
0: establishing the character's amongst themselves they're not establishing them as a team i think you need to establish them as a team yeah they haven't had a threat yet where they've come together as a team
1: i've only seen one team book that doesn't really do that and that is john byrne's original alpha flight and even they are established as a team i think in the first issue before he breaks them up for the next twelve. well they're just
0: established as these are all the heroes we have in
1: canada (laughs) but anyway yeah no i'm not a fan Okay. Moving along. Well, let's get
0: this over with then. Please. West Coast Avengers number four, December 1984, Roger Stern and Bob Hall. This one is called, conveniently enough, Finale. Is it the last one? I think so. Oh, the dark night sky. The birds gliding silently across warm air currents. The cool Pacific tides lapping playfully across one another in perfect harmony. Jacques Cousteau once said, Water and air, the two essential fluids on which all life depends have become global garbage cans. And it's apparent, when a gasping cat lady springs from the ocean's surface, desperately clutching a grown-ass man in a funeral gown, that Graviton has taken out the trash. Extended metaphors aside, we're quickly reminded that the bad guy flung our annoying heroes away like a giant swatting at flies. Tigra and Shroud survive, bobbing in the water as she waves her emergency locator for Iron Man to find them. But what has happened to the Blank, who lost favor with Graviton and was also forcefully dumped in an ice-cold bath? Tigra has no idea. Back at the mansion, Iron Man insists he ran a scan but also came up empty. Dare I say, when it comes to finding our newest villain, the team is drawing a... No. You don't dare say that. I won't do it. As our kitty cat wraps herself in warm towels and sips at some cocoa, Iron Man takes his turn at flipping out over not beating the villain. Hawkeye reminds him that the last time the Avengers fought Graviton, he easily held 10 team members at bay. Or at least that's what Hawkeye read in Thor's report. He wasn't actually there. But wait a minute. Iron Man was? (laughs) Ha ha! Not so fast, Iron Man replies. I'm not actually Iron Man. Or... I mean, I am Iron Man now, but I'm not the Iron Man you thought Iron Man was before. I'm a whole different Iron Man who is now Iron Man because the other Iron Man didn't want to be Iron Man anymore. Iron Man. Great, says Hawkeye, as if our team could get any more amateurish. Hold on a second, new Iron Man says. I'm the same guy that exploded that mountain off of us at Secret Wars, and also the guy who kicked all your asses during training, so let's slow down with the amateur stuff. It's because I'm black, isn't it? (laughs) Whoa, 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 Hawkeye thinks to himself. I used to do this junk to Captain America when I was young and foolish. Let's not go full racist quite yet. Besides, we have to come up with a plan to defeat Graviton and Iron Man might come in handy, seeing as how he's the only useful one of us left. Later, at Graviton's mansion-slash-headquarters-slash-nightclub, some prostitutes are talking smack about their new host and how hands-on he is. I guess the casual Dracula vibe doesn't play as well in Southern California as it did in the isolated cult compounds of Colorado. And let's not gloss over the fact that these two look like glue-sniffing cross-dressers anyway. (laughs) Just keep the champagne coming. Across the room, there's a knock at the door. The closest thug answers it with a gun in hand, as you do. But he's faced with a bigger gun pointed right between his eyes. Apparently, we are witness to the arrival of Madame Mask, noted West Coast mob boss and her bodyguard, who looks like he rolled around in the closets of the Solid Gold Dancers and Frank <laughs> Gorshin's Riddler. <laughs> before showing up to work that day. (laughs) Madam Mask wants to meet the bubbly sipping boss. She's heard he's trying to consolidate power and oh, what delicious power it is. Let's get slinky and talk about how awesome you are, Graviton. Not only am I awesome, Graviton replies, but I flat out murdered a superhero and I keep him at the bottom of my pool for really creepy rounds of drunken Marco Polo. The bodyguard is shocked (laughs) to see Wonder Man's corpse sunken in the crystal blue water, but Madam Mask slaps the horror right out of him. Just then, Iron Man attacks. He blasts the bodyguard into the bushes and draws some gunfire away from the Crowd before Graviton grabs the advantage and bounces him off the lawn ornaments. But what's this? With Graviton distracted, Wonder Man's fingers begin to flex. Inside the house, we see that the bartender who was serving all that champagne was really Mockingbird in a clever non-disguise. She radios the rest of the team to spring into action. Outside, the fighting continues. Graviton plays human pinball with Iron Man, but something's wrong. He feels all woozy and weird. At the bottom of the pool, Wonder Man digs fingers into concrete. Iron Man makes it to his feet and starts pushing back against the power of Graviton. Mockingbird jumps over the diving board and throws her useless metal thingies. Then Hawkeye swoops in on his sky sled and is unceremoniously dumped in the bushes. Still, Wonder Man's fingers dig deeper. As Iron Man punches Graviton's force field and Madam Mask screams at the baddie to protect her, we peek behind the bushes to see that the bodyguard was secretly Hawkeye. And crunk The swimming pool goes bye-bye as Wonder Man emerges from the flood. And now it is on Graviton sees he's outmatched and needs to collect himself He dashes off to find Madame Mask Still wondering why he's all lightheaded He lands in a nearby clearing when he hears Madame scream But she runs away when she sees Iron Man Looming behind them Iron Man? Graviton asks Sure enough, the new Iron Man has hooked himself up to the entire Southwest power grid And is going to give Graviton one hell of a ride The two super-powered studs blast at each other Until they both fall down Madame Mask rushes to Graviton's side And suddenly smacks him in the jaw Hey, that's not Madame Mask It's Tigra using her silly cat amulet. Well, that snaps it. Graviton has had enough. He starts quaking the whole place, launching blasts left and right, but something still isn't right. Why can't he concentrate? What was in that champagne he drank? Something, something, Hotel California lyrics. The real Hawkeye scoots by overhead and drops some knockout arrows. Graviton tries to rally for one more assault, but his eyes roll back in his head and he drops to the ground face first. A newscopter shows up as the U.S. Marshals are hauling Graviton away, but Hawkeye says they have important business to attend and can't be interviewed. Back at the compound, they gather for that important business, which is a cookout. And Hawkeye plays a video message from Vision, giving the team a big thumbs up. Wonder Man and Tigra barely contain themselves from doing it right there in the picnic table <laughs> when they finally confess that they're happy to be Avengers. And hooray, team. The end. Uh, roll call. Uh, our team is still the same. Nothing has changed. Hawkeye, Mockingbird, Iron Man, Tiger, and Wonder Man. Vision pops in at the end for a, wor- for a word of approval. Our bad guy is still Graviton, and we think we meet Madam Mask, but it's actually Tiger in
1: disguise. Let's talk about Madam Mask. I guess we can
0: briefly. <clears throat> Madam Mask
1: first appeared in Tales of Suspense. Wait, of- wait, wait. I thought we weren't going to do this whole origin thing. It's not even actually her. I know, but we might as well, because she's going to be in the book eventually anyway. Ah. <sighs> She first appeared in Tales of Suspense number 98, that's back in February of 1968, as Whitney Frost. She is the daughter of Count Nefaria. Her mother died on childbirth, and her father gave her to uh, the Frost so that she could live a normal life. However, when she got to be... Was that Deacon Frost, the... Uh- the vampire hunter? <laughs> when she got to be in her teens, he decided he no longer apparently cared if she had a normal life, introduced himself and said, Hey, I'm your daddy, I'd like you to take over the magia." She was like, No, no way, I'm not doing that. And then her fiance was like, Wait, your dad's a major crime boss that plays an organ? Get away from me. I want to be in politics. I can't be around you. I don't want to get stuck in some cage in the basement where I can't touch the walls. <laughs> so she got so upset, she said, Alright, fine. I will become a bad guy. She started out calling herself Big M um, and fighting Iron Man during one fight with Iron Man. She's on a plane. It crashes. Her face is scarred. And that's when she becomes Madame Mask, Iron Man number 17 of in September of 1969. This is going on way too long. She begins to develop feelings for Tony Stark when she poses as his secretary. I thought you were going to say when she poses nude. <laughs> and the two of them fall in love. And it goes really well until her father starts to die. She kidnaps Stark to save her father. There's a fight. And during the fight, her father is killed. And since then, she has vowed eternal vengeance on Iron Man. Wait, Count Neferi is dead. Spoiler. Yeah. She'll be back in this title eventually all mm. on our own. That's Madam Mask. I, I say that because I don't have anything else to say about this issue, except for, well, I have two things. James Rhodes tells them that he's not, well, first of all, so much from my idea that he didn't show Tiger his face last issue because he didn't want anyone to know his secret identity, mm-hmm. since he pulls his helmet off this issue just, to let everybody know that he's not Tony Stark. Just dumb. Second thing is that I get why Hawkeye's actually a little miffed. Not because he doesn't want this James Rhodes, but because they've been working together now for at least a week or so, and he hasn't bothered to tell him this. So I get why hawkeye be a little miffed, In Hawkeye guy's defense he doesn't stay miffed for very long he moves he 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 works there pretty quickly Yeah, he does that all
0: oh man I was a hot-headed guy, too.
1: The other thing I like is that the the hookers at Graviton's place realize they need to be oh. drunk in order to stay with him. I think that's wonderful. Oh, oh, one, I'm sorry, one, one last thing. At the barbecue at the end of the issue that they finally get to have, it seems to me there's a, I don't know if anybody here reads the wonderful soap opera comic Mary Worth, but I'm pretty sure that she catered the barbecue, because they aren't eating food, they're eating little blobular, um, like, <laughs> round food pellets. Like something
0: from the Jetsons.
1: I don't know what it is. I mean, like, it's what? steaming hot, whatever it is it's, it's i i don't i'm not sure what it is but it didn't doesn't look to me like it came off of a grill <laughs> same sort of thing they eat in maryworth did you uh that's all i got did you ever wonder why mm. they didn't just call this series avengers west well they eventually will no
0: they called avengers west coast they oh. switched the west why why didn't you just call it avengers west
1: i i mean i think west coast avengers sounds weird no i don't think it sounds weird i actually I love... think i'm just used to it but I always liked it better than Avengers West. Though I understand from a marketing point of view why you'd want Avengers West.
0: So you well, they did that with everything. They changed West Coast Avengers to Avengers West Coast. They changed
1: um, Solo Avengers to Avengers Spotlight. Yeah. Because that way they you can... They want to have Avengers first. You can rack them all together. Yeah. It's more easier to create a brand identity. I completely get why you want that. Did you, you just say that. it's
0: more easier?
1: It's more easier <laughs> to create a... Is that not... Well, what's more corrector? <laughs> I think it's more better for you to say just but easier. What you and I have said, <laughs> Mr. Grammar Policeman. I don't think you
0: need to qualify easier because easier already means more than easy.
1: I don't understand. If you wanted more easier, wouldn't it just be easiest? Why you don't like the way I talk. Anyway, I get why they did it, <laughs> you but really I want me to answer. I don't question. like West. I don't mind West Coast Avengers, just like I didn't mind Solo Adventures, but I get why they did it. Anywho. I uh it's funny. I had a, my other note here was about um I said I think my only disappointment
0: in this series We've obviously talked about other disappointments in the series, but was the inclusion of the blank because he seemed kind of interesting at first, but then he became useless once Graviton showed up. I said (laughs) if they wanted Graviton to be the big villain, they could have found another way to bring him back without creating a one-off bad guy, which is funny because we kind of brought that up last week. Yep. True story. It was that easy. MVP? I'm going to go with Iron Man. He did a lot of blasting of things this issue. I went with Hawkeye. I like his plan. And it worked well. Are you sure it was his?
1: (laughs) Useless character.
0: Uh, Mockingbird is going to have to show me something other than her metal sticks.
1: Uh, I went with Tigra, who is okay as Mask, but she gives up her identity way too early. She should. She runs over and starts.
0: She could have had like the killer punch there to like knock him out at the end. Uh,
1: Best quote taken out of context.
0: You'll not ram me with that contraption.
1: Avengers level threat? Uh, Yeah. Yes.
0: And final grade. I gave this one a B minus. I thought they had a. Good team, or they actually came together and they had a plan, but they kind of cheated because they drugged Graviton first.
1: <laughs> I don't have a problem with that. And I actually gave this issue a B. I think this issue, taken by itself, is a good issue. It shows the team working together yeah. as a team. It's got a good plan. Graviton's—you know—he's the villain that they can't really take down in a straightforward fight. So I—I am fine with the with them. Okay, what using would, little trickery.
0: What would you grade it as the last issue of a limited series?
1: The problem is for the entire series, I can't give the entire series more than a C plus because this. This series is so poorly paced so awkwardly written i don't know that it's necessarily the team members though i have to admit that if you said to me i need five members to make an avengers west coast team i would not have picked these characters right at all uh the only characters that i think might be interesting are hawkeye and mockingbird because i do like hawkeye and i think mockingbird has potential goodness knows we don't see it in these four issues yeah, but definitely. i still believe it's there but i just don't i i just i would not have picked i i've never really been a big fan of wonder man i find iron man somewhat interesting i even think tiger can be written okay but goodness knows they're not here which brings us to a question we didn't do a question last episode we haven't done a question no but we have on the first issue the cover of the first issue of this limited series we see all kinds of people that we are supposed to believe maybe be may be considered for membership in the team right we
0: have the five that Mm. we picked well that they picked else do we have we also have red wolf puck from alpha flight rom space knight i don't know who that woman is i think we had kind of decided that that was thundra maybe maybe that's the
1: best my best guess
0: uh we have shroud we have namor uh, Ant-Man, Hercules, Quicksilver, uh, Black Widow, Doc Samson, and Cyclops, of all people. So so if you were going to make a team out of those people, who are the five that you would pick?
1: Do I have to pick keep Hawkeye and Mockingbird?
0: Yes. Hawkeye is the chairman, and we know that he's not going to have the team without his wife. I mean, that was kind of a you know who contrivance. You I, know- I do. I know who I'm picking. Do you want to go first? Yeah. And I'll I, walk you yeah, through my process first. then. I have always been a big fan of Doc Samson, and I think the team needs some strength, but I think he also has some intelligence to him. He's a scientist type, so he would be helpful in place of probably Wonder Man and Iron Man, because Wonder Man's an idiot, and Iron Man isn't the real Iron Man. So we've got Hawkeye, Mockingbird, Doc Sampson. I like Ant-Man, also a scientist. Got an interesting power set. I'm assuming Scott... Does Scott Lang grow big at this point, or does he no, just... he's just Ant-Man. He's just Ant-Man at this point in time. interesting. And then my last character, I think I would actually pick the Shroud. I like what Shroud does, and I think he offers them some connection to the West Coast, which is important, I think, because we're getting rid of Tigra and Wonder Man, who are... Yeah, I guess their
1: connections to the West Coast here. So
0: not all powerful team, but I think some interesting. Not a very powerful team at all. Some interesting skill sets there.
1: So the problem is, if you're keeping Hawkeye and Mockingbird, you're already starting out with a team that's not very doesn't have very much in the way of power. I think you have to knock Cyclops out, even though he's got some power. He's a team leader, and you can't put him. No, that's you can't put him on a team with Hawkeye. He would he would overpower Hawkeye. Hawkeye would never get to be chairman. So I'm going to throw him out right away. I agree with you on Doc Samson. I think not only because he's got the power, he's probably the most powerful person there, except for. For wonder man and hercules and namor and i'm sure as heck not picking any of those three schmucks <clears throat> but as you say he's a smart guy plus his hair is green and he like he add some color to the team unfortunately you really don't have if if i if i get rid of wonder man hercules namor there's not a lot there more is power. no more power left here we have no power those are the, your three powers characters but i don't like any of them i would have to pick i would be i would be inclined to pick black widow because i love the black widow but you've got mockingbird on the team who's pretty and, much i fear the two of them would 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 be the same character way too much yeah I would like to pick Rom Space Knight Rom just for the craziness Of having Rom on your team But there's no reason For him to be there No Because Rom is all about Defeating the Dire Race And in his series When he finishes Beating the Dire Race He doesn't stay on Earth And become a superhero He goes off into space To find more Dire Race Right So he makes no sense I've really only still got Three people on the team Don't I Yeah I don't want to pick The same team you picked I would pick I would pick Red Wolf Because as the West Coast team What we're going to find out With this team I think a lot Is that it says West Coast So pretty much they only fight crime in California or in Far uh, East Asia. They don't really. But West Coast, I mean. We need to get into the desert their remit is that they should be fighting you know in anywhere along the anything west of the Mississippi I believe is what they say at some point well, that's in time a large, that's more than the east coast uh, Exactly. so I think it would be nice to have Red Wolf around because first of all he's a character that needs to be developed he never got developed and second of all because he would be more at home in some of the areas to the east of the west coast. Here's my problem though what is his <laughs>
0: skill set that makes him unique from Hawkeye and Mockingbird
1: there's no skill set that makes him unique he has
0: a wolf have and, you ever seen his wolf? He has like a tomahawk Hawk, doesn't he? Or a bow and arrow, which is already
1: pretty much covered. I don't know if I've mentioned how what else he does. most of the interesting characters have been taken away already. And I don't want to pick the same character because I, I really like your idea of the Shroud and Ant-Man. So, but for my last, and I already picked Doxie. You know, Simpsons, you could so have like- just
0: agreed that my five were the best five. No,
1: no, no. And so for my last one, I'm picking Quicksilver. Yeah, I thought about because him Because Quicksilver at least has superpowers. He's yeah. And one if of he the flutters few- his feet really fast, he can Sh- fly. We'll not talk about well, that I was, again.
0: I was thinking that there was, an, if we leave Iron Man out and we don't have Rom and you've said... Said no to Namor. We don't have any flying characters. There's no one that has that kind of advantage. That guy's a sky cycle.
1: <laughs> no, I think Quicksilver's interesting because he does have powers, and he's. I think his personality is interesting. He's got a history of bumping heads with Hawkeye. They were both uh vying for control when uh, Captain
0: America first took over the team. Yes. So he could have an interesting I think he would be very interesting. Yeah, Dynamic he and Hawkeye
1: there. actually go back yeah. a ways, which I think should so my my I would have Hawkeye, Mockingbird, Red Wolf, Doc yes, Samson, and, and Quicksilver. Quicks it would be an interesting team, you have to admit. <laughs> and Graviton would have killed them all. <laughs> <laughs> That's about it, huh? Well, the first West Coast Avengers series was disappointing, but I'm here to say that I know that the unlimited West Coast Avengers series, which we'll be getting to, I think sometime in late September, early October, is much better. I will say
0: in the miniseries defense that it offered us something new. What was that? The blank? Just, just a new team. Like the, the blank. Like a fresh start kind of feeling that I I feel like the Avengers main title hasn't really... I mean, we had talked a couple of weeks ago about how the, their plots had just kind of been slogging along. They haven't really had a threat that was worthwhile. They did the spider woman thing they just had the thing with the eternals like what they've been doing a lot of things that have nothing to do with them agreed the morgan la oh that was spider woman there was another one in there too it was like it seemed like they were in someone else's book for a while it is agreed that they are this is very much avengers focused it's focused on the members of the team so to push this off and have these characters that we haven't seen for a while interact with each other maybe not necessarily as a team it just gave some freshness to it granted probably not the best plot idea could have moved along a little bit quicker Agreed. But it was something to go, oh, that's interesting. And then when they'll come back to it next year, we'll be like, oh, cool, we get to do that again. But... Until then, we got to go back to the old issues. On our next episode, Thor is back, and he's brought a horde of fire demons with him. This naturally leads into yet another fight with Maelstrom, who wants to siphon energy from the Earth's rotation so he can grow 50 feet tall. It's going to take the strength of both teams to stop him. See, we're not done with the West Coast Avengers. That's
1: right. We'll see the West Coast Avengers again next episode. And I was really hoping you were going to say, next episode, back to the old issues.
0: (laughs) On our new episode, back to the old stuff. But yeah, so I look forward to that. That'll be fun. Cool, great. If you want to get in touch with us, our uh, email address is mail.advent. Avenginghour.com. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Avenging Hour. We have a web page and a Facebook page, and blah blah blah,
1: blah blah blah, indeed.
0: Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye bye.